0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to In the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez Moment, right here on Barber Zone Radio. Thank you all for checking in. We're here on a Wednesday, right here on Barber Zone Radio. This is Block Talk Radio slash Barber Zone if you want to go to that, or you can just hit us directly at barberzoneradio.com. Y'all, thank you for tuning in. We're here. Um, we got a nice topic today. I uh, told you all we were about to go into our our, our health segment, our health part of, uh, of the show. We talk about a lot of things that go on in the shop and in our community, but we needed to talk about things that affect our health. So here we are. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking about sickle cell awareness, know your status, that's what the sister hit me up with. Do you know your status? So we're going to have a couple individuals on to uh, give us a little bit more insight on to what sickle cell is, um, how you can get information to find out if you have sickle cell or if you do, uh, find out ways to uh, help you get through that. Um, so we're going to have the sister from um, the Faith Thomas Foundation individuals from that organization I met them out at um out of one of the haircut events that I attended with um at new birth um new birth Christian ministries and she was there and we began talking so uh you know here on the barber zone we like to we like to raise awareness on whatever we can so sickle to cell was something that I really don't know too much about so I know a lot of you guys might be like me so um uh, we're going to get these individuals on the line and they're gonna raise awareness about sickle cell So you can know your status also. Uh, but y'all, you're here Wednesday night, ten PM Eastern Standard Time, be right here in the barber zone with your man Chavez. moment. The number is six five seven three eight three zero seven nine zero. If you're listening to us on your iPad, your your phone, your any mobile device, computer, laptop, whatever it may be, and you like to call in on you know second half of the show, and um, maybe add your story, or maybe ask a couple questions. The number is six five seven three eight three zero seven nine zero. All right, so um, if you want to send us out any show topics you might have, or you know you might want to comment on the show, feel free to hit us up on our email with radio at gmail dot com. That's barbazoneradio at gmail.com. And find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under at barbazoneradio.com. us on the hashtag, y'all. Make us popular. So, all right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, before we get started, the, the product line that I've told you about, which is Moment for Men. My last name is Chavez, Moment. So, I decided to do something where I own my own name and I can carry on my family name. So it's Moment for Men. Um, Product line We're going to have five different products, especially for they're formulated for the man of color, but anybody can use them. So shampoo, conditioner, oil pomade, and a beer conditioner. So be looking out for that. You'll be able to find that at MomentForMen.com or org or just you know, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Just Google it. so alright Yeah, before we get in the show, y'all know how we do. You know how we get started. Before you start today, before you go into any any challenge or anything you might be feeling uncomfortable about, take the time just to give a little thanks. You know, ask for a little help from us there. So, take a little time and say, Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity. Father, we come to you as humble as we know, as meek as we know, because, Father, we know without you, there is no us. So we say thank you for your grace, your mercy, your peace, for keeping us from day to day, from place to place, as we go through our lives, Father, because we don't know what's around the corner for us, but you know, and you keep us safe. As we go through these days, as we go in and out of our barbershops, our salons, our job place, or even just in and out of our houses, Father, keep us safe, that we may be able to spread your good word, your, good, your goodness that you do to us all day, every day. Father, I ask that this show may be used as a positive vehicle, that it may be utilized in somebody's life, that it may help somebody's life, that it may make somebody think a little bit differently. So as we go on father we pray for healing we pray for hope we pray for faith because father we're going to talk about sickle cell tonight so father we pray for the individuals who are suffering from sickle cell that you may comfort their minds their bodies as they go through they will know that you are the doctor that can get them through and father for the families that are affected father give them strength as they go through that they know that the individual that they lost wasn't in vain, and it was all part of your master plan. So, Father, as we go on, as we started, we're going to finish by saying thank you. And in your son Jesus' name, we say amen. All right, y'all. You're in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez Moment right here on Barber Zone Radio. It's barberzoneradio.com, at Barber Radio, hashtag barber radio barbers on radio y'all just find us we here for you so uh when we come back we're going to have miss felice on the line miss felice thomas of the Faith thomas foundation and we're going to get into our topic about sickle cell awareness and know your status we'll be right back
2: as a stylist or barber you want to spend your time servicing clients not trying to get more of them best do is take the hassle out of marketing your services we make it easy to get your business in front of new clients. Your annual listing includes photos of your work, your own QR code, and links to other web pages. And you don't have to be tech savvy. We'll create and market your listing for you, so you can concentrate on what you do best. Visit bestdoos.com. That's
0: B-E-S-T-D-O-O-Z.com.
1: All right, y'all. Y'all in the barber Zone with your man, Chevelle's moment right here on Barber Zone Radio. Yo, know, our topic tonight is sickle cell awareness. Do you know your status? So I had the pleasure of meeting a sister a um, few months ago, and she told me about the Faith Thomas Foundation, and the, the foundation is named after her daughter, so who um, suffered from sickle cell. So I I told her you know, I have a I have a t- online talk show and I don't know too much about sickle cell so I'm gonna have you on the show so you can tell your story you can let people know more about sickle cell awareness and what your foundation does so yeah I'm gonna get her on the line good sister Felice are you on the line and welcome to the barber zone
2: yes I am on the line can you hear me okay Uh,
1: Yes, ma'am, I can hear you. Welcome to the show, and thank you for taking your time to join the show.
2: And thank you for having the Faith Thomas Foundation Foundation join this platform. We do appreciate it.
1: Okay. Yes, ma'am, um, yes, ma'am.
2: Yeah. So go Let's...
1: ahead and let everybody know who you are, what the Faith Thomas Foundation is, and, you know, give them a little information. And then we're going to, we're going to talk about what sickle cell is, uh, what the sickle cell trait is, and, you know, we'll go into that a little bit. But first of all, tell them a little bit about yourself.
2: Okay. Um, as you stated, um, the Faith Thomas Foundation was named in honor of my daughter. And I guess in order to understand the foundation, I need to give a little history about my daughter Um My daughter, Faith, uh, she was born in August 3rd, 1990, and she passed in June of 2002. We didn't find out that Faith had sickle cell until she was about 18 months old. At that time, Children's Hospital was just getting into the mandatory testing on infants regarding sickle cell. so about 18 months, I think, uh, Faith had went to the hospital. I forget for exactly what reason, but a few months later, Children's Hospital had contacted me stating that my daughter had sickle cell. And I said, no, I don't have it. And I asked my husband, and he goes, no, he doesn't have it. So, you know, we were having this discussion with Children's about my daughter having, you know, being told that she had sickle cell. So my husband asked his mom, and she said that she didn't have it, and then we ended up finding out that his father did carry the trait. So they asked the whole family to come in, and we all got tested. And my son, sickle cell is passed on. It's inherited, and it's passed on by genes, just like um, any other gene that gets passed on. So my husband had ended up passing the S trait, and I found out that I had a hemoglobin uh, called C, and never knew that there was anything that C or any other number that went with sickle cell. All you think is just sickle cell. So we found mm-hmm. out that they had SC disease. And with that being said, we did not pass either trait on to our son. So sickle okay. cell is not okay. something. Okay,
0: before you go real fast,
1: what is uh, what is SC disease?
2: SC. F- Sickle cell disease. Let's go with that one first. Sickle cell disease is when okay. two parents have carry an S trait. Um, your blood is made up of different components, and each your blood each each person's blood has a trait. It could be an A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way down to the alphabets. But your basic okay. three common uh, ones uh, for, re- relating to sickle cell is if a parent is carrying the S trait, which is sickle cell trait. And they don't have too many symptoms uh, as far as sickle cell trait is concerned, so a sickle cell trait person can somewhat live a normal life and not have very many problems. However, they have found out lately uh, that athletes, when you are participating in, they're participating in particular sports or high altitude sports, that they are suffering some difficulties, even death, with sickle cell trait now. But it's yeah. an S parent and another s parent get together then basically you your child or your child could possibly end up having let's just say you have five children and one parent carries the s trait and the other parent carries the s trait that out of your five children one of them two of them might end up with just the s trait because each time you have a child doesn't necessarily mean that you're always going to pass that gene one But you can okay. pass the gene one So then if both parents Happen to pass the gene The S gene Then that child will come up with the sickle cell disease And that's how you come up If one gene's passed And it's sickle cell trait Then if both mm-hmm. parents pass the S genes Then it becomes S, S and S And it becomes sickle cell disease And the sickle cell disease Is where Uh you know is various a chronic blood disorder and can lead to death. Um, okay. Yeah, so Pet SC and SC is not as SS is the most severe case of sickle cell that you can have. SC is probably uh the second one and then they have something called S um beta thalassemia. Um but Pet SC she didn't Get as sick as often as a full fledged sickle cell patient. You know, the person that had sickle cell disease, the SS. But however, when she got sick, she was just as sick as a person that had the actual SS disease. So okay, that's why it's so important. Like when we had talked before about knowing what your status is. You know, I'm a prime example, or my family's a prime example of. Us not being aware that we even carried any type of traits or what traits or hemoglobins that we had, so that's why we encourage for everyone to take the time to know their status so that before making life decisions and that's not to say not to have children, but just understanding that your spouse, just like if I just met you and I have the s I have a hemoglobin C. And I met you and you had the S trait and you didn't know your status because not everybody know what their status is or their parents for some reason don't share it, especially when it's just the S trait, you know, that you just have the trait. Um, they don't put much importance on it, but they are now because of the the issues which are coming up here lately regarding some of the athletes which have died, you know, performing in sports uh, that have sickle cell trait. But, um, not, like I said, not everybody knows what their status is, and trying to get young kids especially to take the time to ask their physician, to talk to their parents, uh, what, to have testing to sit, done to see whether or not if you, what type of status they have before having children. Because an S trait can cause, hooked up with another trait, can cause some complications. Now,
1: how do you find out what your status is?
2: I would suggest that you talk to your primary care physician and have a testing done. They can do blood tests uh, to determine what your status is. You explain to them the reason why you want to know that if you have a partner that happens to have the S trait or the actual disease, which is still going to pass the trait, um, what, are, what type of complications your child could possibly end up having. So it's about educating yourself to know what, when you have a child what complications that you are facing and what complications that your child will be facing and have to learn how to adapt with as far as their medical you know, history is concerned. All right. So, um, so after,
1: let me go, go continue to tell your story about how, how you guys found out and, and everything.
2: Okay. Oh, in regards to me. <laughs> um, okay. I thought that you were getting ready to tell me a story. Um, what it is, is that, um, Wow. I was getting to say how the Faith Thomas faith Foundation got started is um, there were, like, six young men. Faith died in 2002. In 2013, there were, like, six young men that I wanted to do something for the community. And one of the young men had an ideal. I guess he have always wanted to kind of was impacted by faith, and so were some of the other young men such as Corey, the other individual who's on the line. He has a family member who has sickle cell. And they felt that they wanted to get out there and raise awareness or bring more attention to sickle cell. So they decided to do – that's the avenue that they took, and I guess they decided to honor Faith, my daughter, thirteen about 11 years later (laughs) after her passing – that they decided to do this and it's so funny when you were talking about when you were praying about how God has a reason because when God took faith from me I or when faith passing you say that there's a reason for everything and I would have never had dreamed uh 11 years later that I would be doing and now it's 13 years later that I would be doing mm-hmm. what it is that I'm doing or that there would even be a foundation named after my or in honor of my daughter and I didn't have anything to do with it. So yeah. the young men who all involved in this, they're like five or six years older than Faith. Um, so she must have made some impact on some of them
0: Absolutely. in order
2: for them to want to honor her name. And if that's what God's intentions was for, was for us to get out here and to try to raise awareness. Once again, appreciate you for having us on the show. And to get me involved, I got involved in 2014 when they started it in 2013. So, faith the Faith Thomas Foundation. Basically, what we want to do is raise awareness about sickle cell. So we participate in health fairs, just like where you met us at, you know, throughout Central Ohio. You know, trying to raise awareness. If we can make a difference in one person's life, or ask that question. Do you know what your status is? You know, have you taken the time to find out? Especially younger kids who are still in the process of having children. Um, we also do fundraisers uh, for, and we partner with, Nationwide Children's Hospital and OSU James on their sickle cell programs. Okay. So we try to raise funds okay. that we, um, to those two particular programs in order for them to help individuals or families that are impacted with sickle cell
1: okay yeah that's that's awesome because i didn't all that you're telling me about the s's and the c's and all that good stuff is brand new to me i know nothing about um sickle cell it's you know uh a blessing that i don't have anybody in my family that has it so that that never came up in our family so that yeah. when, when when we were talking that day, I was like, "Wow, yeah, we got to get this out that is something yeah. that we that, that we really talked about." Now, is this something that's primarily African Americans, just people of color, uh, Caucasians, who primarily get sickle cell?
2: Well, African Americans uh, are the highest percentage that get sick of cell, but okay. it also impacts individuals from Africa. India, you know, through Central and South America, the Middle East, the Caribbeans, the Mediterranean, Greek, France, Turkey, you know, so it's not just an African American thing. And that, believe it or not, I'm going to say I was not even aware that all these other nationalities were impacted with sickle cell until about 2013 when I started really reading up on it. I mean, even though my daughter had sick of cell, I think sometimes you tend to block out some of the things that the individuals or, or the doctors and them are saying to you. Are they just, or they give you literature and you just not necessarily read it all the way through or you skim through it? But I was you really sorry? surprised myself even at this stage in my life that um, sick of cell. Just it was not only an African American issue. It was it's more than just us. So that's even more so the reason why that you need to have, um, you know, to have you know what your status is. I met someone the other day who told me that you know, and they're Greek, and they said that their uh, sister, you know, had the trait, and I found that fast, you know, you know, fascinating in the sense that I had finally met somebody. You know that was from a different nationality that actually had in relation to sickle cell. Yeah. Wow. And sickle cell is definitely a very um, a lot of the misconception is is that a lot of people will see a person that has sickle cell and they will say, oh, they look okay, oh, they're okay, but they don't really know what suffering that a sickle cell patient goes through. So if you don't mind, yeah. I like to try to do like a little visual. You know, I like okay. for everybody yeah. to kind of like yeah. take a moment to possibly close your eyes and just think about what it is that I'm saying to you so that one of the major things that a sickle cell patient suffer is what we call pain crisis. Because the blood cell will that will sickle and it you know, regular blood cells are hard and you know like uh soft and sticky and gooey like and so they slip through the okay. veins real easy. Uh when oxygen doesn't get to the or to the the blood cell properly, it is sickle and it becomes hard. So you can think of the moon, the shape of the moon or a sickle that they used to cut wheat down with that the blood vessel then collapses into that. So like let's just say that you had a straw or something or even if you had like just think of a vein And you're letting the blood vessels go through. They go through, and they're real smooth, so they flow. All of a sudden, you get a couple of them, and they start sickling, and they start to get stuck, and they can't get through. So then more sickles, you know, blood can't get through. Nothing can get through. Uh So that area tends to swell. And with swelling comes what? Pain. And if you can just imagine you trying to force, your body's still going to try to get that blood through that area and if you can and it can't go because you got all this this clot of blood there that's causing okay. all these conditions as as far as pain goes so each individual suffered their pain in different areas throughout their body but if you can imagine okay. if you're suffering this in several areas what makes your organs live the blood the oxygen blood. from the blood flowing from there so if your organs in the areas that you're having these crises, is not receiving the blood flow that it's supposed to receive. Then what do you think is happening to that organ? That's just like a, a plant not getting water. That organ is being impacted. So that is why so it's individuals. That is correct, and that's why you know you hear children and even adults they suffer from strokes. They have issues with their eyes, you know, with their sight. They can probably end up losing their sight. That they have kidney failures, that all your organs that are impacted, and if you continue to have severe crisis, that means the more chances of your you having organ failure, and which leads to death, you know, so oh, it is wow. a serious disease, and a lot of people just they get the misconception that's like um if Corey's on the line, um I like for him to talk yeah, about I've... it because he.
0: Yeah, i, I, I
2: to
1: do see right you, now with brother. His brother. Corey, yeah. Yeah, but, Corey, I'll see you there. I, uh, we'll get you on here on, in, in a little bit. I just wanted to uh, have a good sister to be able to get her story out. So I, I do see you, good yeah. brother. We'll get you on here in a minute. So
2: Yeah. All right. Um, let me, let me, so, uh, yeah, so with Sick Cell, I mean, they have come a long way since my daughter. Um, like I said, when I sit back and I look at life and I look at uh, my situation right now, I never thought, it's a box that I closed and I never wanted to open back up again. It's just Mm -hmm. uh, things that you don't want to experience when you're going through grief. And I can just say through the grace of God that he put me in the position that he put me in, he worked hard with me, that he used the organization, these young men, to bring it to the forefront to help me to deal with issues and to go over hurdles that I never thought that I could go over, and I never thought or dreamed that I would be, even right now, talking on a radio or talking to you or anyone else about this whole subject matter. But since my daughter the died, the medical field has come so far with how they, you know, got treatment. They do have now a bone marrow and stem cell uh, where they have clinical trials going on, and there's been an eighty. 87% uh, success rate in reversing sickle cell through bone marrow transplant. So that's even not awesome. just knowing what your status is, but also giving blood. Because if you haven't known an individual that has sickle cell, and most of the time, they only do the, uh, they're only doing it on severe patients. Not on, um, not everyone can get a bone marrow transplant, can afford a stem cell. You know they can't afford these things, and plus there's other not, Now, now, now are
1: those things covered by insurance, or that is something you have to come out to pay. Well, to you got about.
2: out of pocket. <laughs> you know, you got co-pays oh, wow. and out of pocket. You know, and some insurances do, do cover it, and some don't. And then you have your out of pocket, and it's a lot of things. Like I said, they have some clinical trials going on, and you can log on to uh, type in Sickle Cell Clinical Trials or Sickle Cell bone marrow or stem cell and I know there's one in Chicago that you know they even asked if anybody a sickle cell patient wanted to be involved in it they can be involved in the clinical trials of it so maybe through something like that they have it where they can actually get the bone marrow transplant because they're still still all in the clinical stage the research stage so because out of that, there's still people that die even from that process. That have died from the process of Whoa. doing the bone marrow transplant. So it's not just as cut and dry as when you say that. Well, there's a, a cure. They're still working on things, and just like anything else, not everybody can afford it. Not everybody can, you know, get it. So, yeah. um, life is a life is a bowl of cherries, you know, as they say. But in regard to, but, hey, you, but uh, through it
1: all, hey, but through it all, God is good in whatever situation.
2: Yeah, and that's could, the reason why the Faith he, Thomas. He's
1: Thomas us through. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and that's the reason why the Faith Thomas Foundation is out there beating a horn, you know, trying to raise awareness. That's why we're out there doing fundraisers because we're trying to help with the research. We're trying to help those mm-hmm. parents, you know, that have children in the hospital for a month, two months, three months, and they can't go to work. They might need a gas card. Uh, they might need food. Their electric might be getting ready to cut off because I was in the hospital when my daughter was in the hospital and I had met other people that were having, you know, some financial difficulties. So I remember those things, and that's what the Faith Thomas Foundation is trying to do. And i like to plug our web page if anybody would like yeah, information. That's
1: what I just you know, to ask you.
2: Give them, yeah. give them all
1: your information: your your web page, <laughs> uh, your yeah. email address, your phone number. If anybody has any, um, if anybody has any questions. Oh, also, um, talk about your before we get uh, before we get Corey on here. Um, give them your, your your email your your website, email address, phone number and let them know about the golf event that you told me about and also yes, the event that the, you have in, what is it, September, September. or October? September. Yes. Yeah. Uh, give them all that information right there.
2: Okay. Um The Faith Thomas website address is www.faiththomas. F O U N D A T I O N. So that's www.faiththomasfoundation.org. The Faith Thomas Foundation okay. is a 501c uh, 501c3, and the phone number that I can be reached at is six one four four seven six six three zero four. And talk we have we host three fundraisers. Uh, that we're doing a year. We have annually. We just finished up a bowling event that we just did in April, April 23rd, last week, and it was really great. There was a lot of trash talking going on. That's our second annual one, so they're already talking about next year for the bowling event.
0: Okay.
2: Um, we have a golf event coming up June 18th at the Lynx Golf Course uh, at Echo Springs in Johnstown, Ohio. And I think tea time is like at 1 o'clock, so if there's any golfers out there and you want to get involved, um, please visit our website and or email me at thomas at faiththomasfoundation.org to let me know so that way I can send you some information on it. Uh, I think the information should be up about May 7th. And then
0: okay. September
2: is Thick a cell Month. So we have uh, a gala. And this year it's going to be held at the, the Western Columbus downtown, and it will be benefiting Children's Hospital and OSU. So I'm hoping, and if you need information on that, please call me, visit our website, or email me, and I will get you information on that too, add you to our mailing list or email list, um, so that that way I can get you information on either event.
1: All right, that sounds great.
0: She told you you could do it. You was nervous. You were worried about. Told you you could do I it. I sure was.
2: <laughs>
0: you I told to right you you could do this. it. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> hey, you know what? I so so appreciate you. You know they, they say things. People people put you in places for certain reasons and and for certain causes. And it was meant for us to meet that day at the church. So great. So. Thank you for sharing your story, and hopefully your story will bless somebody else who's going through this or may be in the middle of it, and you may be giving them a light at, the, at that tunnel that they can't see the end of. That you might well, have given them that light that they need.
2: Just to touch on that, uh-huh. if there is anyone who does need to talk about anything relating to grief and going through it or from losing a loved one, uh, please. Call me, email me, uh, because I've definitely been through the ringer and back out again. Um, so I'm willing to listen.
1: Okay, sounds good. And, and see, see y'all, everybody that's listening, you know, we have people who are, you know, considering themselves experts in the field or they have this degree or these letters behind their names. No, the people that are the real experts are the people that live it every day. The sickle cell patient, the sickle cell parents, the sickle cell individuals that are caring for sickle cell patients that are going through this. Those are the real professionals. Those are the ones that are in it day to day. So that's why I wanted you to have you on the show. I mean, I, you know, I'm sure after this I'll meet a doctor or somebody or a nurse that deals with sickle cell or whatever it may be, it's good to talk to them, but no, I wanted to talk to somebody who's been through it or going through it, not somebody that's going to give me the numbers and what the stats say and all this. No, I like realness. <laughs> You're in the barber zone. That's what we do in the barbershop. And so that's what we do on the show. So Miss Miss Lee, I want to thank you again. So, we're going to go ahead, and we're going to get the good brother Corey on here so he can tell his story and share uh, uh, about more about sickle cell, y'all, because you're in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez moment right here. You're on Barber Zone Radio. It's BarberZoneRadio.com, or you can find us at BlogTalkRadio.com slash Barber Zone. The number is 657-383-0790. We are talking about sickle cell awareness. Do you know your status? I'm gonna have to find mine out. I'm just gonna have to find mine out just because I'm not about to have no more kids. But I'm gonna find mine out just because. So, yeah, we uh we got the brother on the line. He's been holding patiently and and uh been here and works with the good brother. I mean the good sister Felice. So we're gonna bring the brother on the line, brother Corey. You're in the barber zone. Welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing wonderful, man. I'm doing wonderful. Um, I appreciate. First that you of all, well, well, w- 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 nice to meet you, good brother. You know, the first time we met on the air, and I'm sure after this we'll meet in person. You know, we can shake hands and and, and you know, greet each other properly. So, um, first right. of all, go into and let let individuals know what your name is, who you are, and how you're. First of all, how you're involved in the Faith Thomas Foundation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um,
3: yeah, my name is Corey Tyson. Um, I'm actually a director of business development for the Faith Thomas Foundation, and I was one of the original uh, members, so to say, or members of the board of the Faith Thomas Foundation when we started back in uh, 2013. Um, so uh, my buddy came to me with an idea said, hey, you know, I know you've been impacted by sickle cell because my – my older brother um, has sickle cell, and he has, I okay. think, and still has sickle cell, so it doesn't go away; it, it continues. Um, okay. So he came to me with the idea, like, "Hey, man, let's let's get out here and raise awareness, raise some funds to help um, individuals, children, mainly, tra- you know, transitioning from um, one point in their life to the next um, that have this this disease that people aren't talking about. There's not enough." notoriety or there's not enough, um, enough individuals talking about it. So, And I'll say, yes, let's do it. Let's do it because I understand. I knew at that very point uh, just from watching my brother go through um, what he's going through, um, watching him go through all of the things he's went through and just knowing that, yeah, I needed to be a part of that. So um, that's, that's how the Faith Thomas Foundation came about. And uh, then we, we got, obviously, approval from uh, – Police to use her her daughter's name um, as a as a um, as a call to action, so to say, for many individuals, okay. not only the one, not only the loved ones, but uh, individuals across the city, like Columbus and in Central Ohio. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's how it came about. Um, and I'm personally passionate. Like I said, my brother has sickle cell. I'm actually right now. It's what 10:30 uh, 10:40 uh, p.m. and I'm at yeah. OSU. James, right now, just leaving, visiting my brother. He's in the hospital. He's been in the hospital for roughly a month. And if you guys can picture that, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't fathom it. I've, you know, I've come to visit on and off um, every other day just to kind of be here with him, have someone with him, family's been in. yeah, um, yeah. You know, that, that, that's a major deal you know, and I, I want your listeners and people to know that there are, there are individuals who may seem regular who on a daily basis are trying to work and trying to go to school and, and seem to be living a regular life, but really on the inside, you know, they're, they're um, experiencing extreme amounts of pain, just like Felice explained, with the, the sickling of cells, um, blood clots, uh, organ failures, all kind of things that they're dealing with, and um, we just don't know it. Um, but now, yeah. as a goal of the Safe Thomas Foundation, we're putting a face and a name to this thing, um, spreading awareness daily and making sure through, through different events and, and um, shows like this. And we thank you very much for allowing us to be on. Um, but we're serious. Yeah. You know, this is a, this is a serious deal. And I'm glad because this is, you know, I know when I go to the barbershop, me being a the man, there's all kind of conversations that come up, good and bad. Uh, but this is one that we should be having. Especially in in communities of color, but you know, not only not only in those communities, but we should expand out to other communities too, because I think everyone's impacted by this.
1: Exactly, because it may not be in your family, but if you know, if, if it's a coworker or uh, maybe a teammate, because uh, Felice spoke spoke on it a little bit ago, and if you're a sports fan, um, I don't know the brother's name, but the brother in the NFL. That that uh, was well, he played for Pittsburgh uh, for the Steelers, and anytime they went to Denver because of the altitude, he couldn't play. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember that, but this brother, when they went to the playoffs, this brother was a major part of the defense. But because yeah. of the altitude change in Denver, it affected his sickle cell to where he couldn't even play. So yeah. yeah, y'all, it's it's something real serious. Now what? Now you mentioned something about, um, you know, it's not being talked about. Uh, it's not something that we, you know, we see on TV. We we don't see any uh, sickle cell foundations or anything uh, in, in in the media, social media about sickle cell. How can we uh, raise that awareness and? Why do um, either one of you guys, Fleece or Corey, why do you guys think that there's such a, a lack of attention or a lack of focus on sickle cell? Uh,
2: I'm going to wow. go ahead, and Corey, you can okay. go after me. But from what there is, a Ohio Sickle Cell Association, it's a national uh, sickle cell associate, you know, program, and there is one here in Columbus. And they do do some some things, and the Faith Thomas Foundation is just um, playing, how can I say, an extension or going further out with it where they might more so deal with the actual individuals providing support for the individuals that actually have it. The Faith Thomas Foundation is trying to get it out there to everyone, Not just individuals that have the disease or the family that that are impacted by it, but everyone. We don't care what your genre is. We don't care what your color is. We are trying because it has no discrimination anymore. I mean, it's through all these nationalities, and this is the 21st century. Everybody is mingling with everybody, so that's our focus: is just to get it totally out there, 100 percent. The other thing that I feel that makes a difference why people don't talk about it, when I do bring it up to certain people, I still feel like back in the day, you know, like somebody told you that you had the cooties or that yeah. you got a, you know, and therefore <laughs> it's a stigma and they don't want to talk about it. It's like the hush-hush backroom thing. I still feel that some of that stigma is still there. That's my perception. So one of my goals is, is you know, to try to change that perception, you know, in regards to making it comfortable to talk about, it's not the backroom deal. It's not anything that's contagious or a disease back from the day. Which you know, back in the day, they probably might have you know called it the dirty disease or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so then that
0: passed yeah. on
2: the generations. And I think that that's where a lot of the stigmas within the African community, you know, the African American community, you know, comes from. I'm finding that more people of different color. Are more susceptible, you know, receptive to conversations about it and they want to know about it. So, I mean, that's my perception. Corey, what do you have?
0: Yeah, yeah
3: I, I always, I mean, from my perception, I, I just always think because for so long, even myself, I mean, I, I thought prior to doing the research, prior to being a part of this organization, uh St. Thomas Foundation, partner. Getting educated, um, I always thought it was a, a disease that just affected minorities or African American people, um, but that's just not the case, you know. As you've already explained, please. Um, and once we get that kind of that stigma, we understand that a large number of African Americans are affected. This thing is, you know, crossing all uh, continents and uh, touching a lot of different individuals. Um, that's when I think we start getting some understanding. We start getting some buy-in um, and individuals from, from different walks of life start, you know, looking up and saying, hey, you know, this is not just, you know, those people over there. This is our people over here also. Yeah.
0: So I think that when, when it starts to affect more than just us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it starts
3: to affect more than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You, know, you, you guys told me so I didn't, I didn't, it was all I always thought that it was just something that black people got. I never mm. knew that anybody else had it because you only heard of black people getting it but it was all it was always just an odd person here an odd person there it really wasn't where it was you know a large number of people so that's why i that's why I think it it, it wasn't you know spoken about because I I I think I may know three people that had sickle cell, maybe four that you I know, know of, that, of that that, 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 that not spoke sharing. about it. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure that I know. I'm sure that there are more that I know. But personally, I can say that okay, I remember they had sickle cell and they had sickle cell there. But uh, from what you what you explained earlier. A lot of us might have it and not be affected by it until we reproduce and mm-hmm. then our offspring have it. So that's that's a scary something. You might have something down in you that you don't know that doesn't affect your daily life that can be passed on to your child or or even skip your child and then go to, you, to, to your grandchildren. That's something that, that's kind of scary.
2: It can be, and that's the more, more important reason why to take the time to know what your status is. Especially, you know, they used to have a, you had, was required to get a test done before you got married. Uh, I think it was called an R-something factor test. And it's no different. I mean, you need to know what your status is, so you need to talk to your primary care physician if you have any questions about sickle cell, you can always visit the CDC, you know, to read up on it uh, about bone marrow, about sickle cell trait. You can all, always contact your healthcare provider, you know, to get information. If you don't have a doctor, that's the most important thing is to have a doctor, a primary care physician who you can work with. Then, in addition to that, if you don't have one, get with your healthcare provider to get their physician list, or contact the hospital and ask who they might recommend. But all individuals that have sickle cell trait or disease need to have a hematologist, which is a blood specialist, that can help you work through your condition or diseases with that also, like Corey was saying, with his family, a good support system because you need to reach out to the schools, you need to meet with your principals, you need to meet with your counselors, uh, you need to meet with if you're working and talk about your condition so that everybody's aware, especially your children, because with Faith I had to start to deal with some of the handicaps that she was experiencing in school that was causing her to fall back. And if a parent is not being active and involved, that's how some kids fall behind, you know, uh, that Uh have
0: sick. So if they're in the
2: hospital a lot, then when they have to go back to class, they have to make up their homework, they have to – you know, do certain things, and they have yeah, vision problems, yeah, yeah. problems, and then they necessarily can't see the board. You got to help, you know, recognize what issues that they're having, and as a parent, work with the school system, work with a psychologist, and that's the other thing they need someone to talk to. The kid does, yeah. or even still as an adult, they need someone that they can share what they're going through, uh, so that they could try to offload some of that burden and try to live a better. You know, live life to the fullest as they possibly can um, yeah it's you you need a good support system when you have this disease. I know another young man who's been it's been what um, we had our event in September. He's probably only been home. that's been six, seven months again uh, since we had our last event, September at the New Albany Country Club. I think that he's been in the hospital basically all this time except for maybe out of a month because he's having problems. He's he's had so many crises that he's having kidney failure. So he's constantly having dialysis, having a port put in, his body rejecting the port because he's having, you know, crises or getting infections. And that's the other thing with sickle cell, uh, you know, individuals that have the disease, they need to make sure that they're washing their hands, that they're eating right, they're getting plenty of fluids, that they are take okay. care of themselves because infections can set up so quick. And yeah, that's, then the what, next that's thing what you I know. that's what I was about to
1: ask you. What are some preventative type things? Okay, you mentioned something, crisis. What is, what is a sickle cell crisis? I know we talked about the disease and the trade and the ecstasy and all that good stuff, but what is a sickle cell crisis?
2: Remember I gave you the example, and I said everybody kind of like close your eyes and try to visualize, you know, first your blood cells are going through the the straw real easily or the veins real easily, Uh and all of a sudden the blood cells sickle, and then they get clogged up in the – that is what they call a crisis. Your blood cannot get through the vein in order to get the proper – feed the organs how they're supposed to be fed with the oxygen from the blood. So, if okay. it stays in okay. one place, just imagine you just imagine it's in your stomach. let's just go with that, and then all of a sudden, you get just think of like if you had an acute appendicitis or something that's about
0: mm-hmm.
2: the level of pain or you're just a, a mosquito or somebody a spider bites you and your arm swells up real bad, and the blood's just not flowing through it can't go any place and then I don't know if like how you do your finger and then you would lance it. You want it, it hurts so bad you want mm-hmm. to lance it. But you can't lance this because then the person will probably end up internally. dying because this internally. But that's probably oh. what you would, it would be so much pain that you would just probably want to take a knife and just cut it to say, make it stop, release the pressure. And so that's the pain crisis. And then that pain crisis results mm-hmm. in, can result in infections. it's, takes your immune system down, results in blood transfusions because now all of a sudden you have to give them blood because the sickles die real quick. So that makes a person that has sickle cell anemia. That's why it's called sickle cell anemia. Those blood cells die real quick where their blood goes real low, and then they're required to get blood transfusions. And my daughter, um, before she passed about her last year, she was starting to get blood transfusions, and that's not a pleasant thing either. You know, uh, those were not pleasant visits. So uh, like, you know, Corey was saying, um, a lot of individuals don't realize all the things that a sickle cell patient goes through. They see them when they're at school or when they're walking around, but they do not experience what they're experiencing while they're at home in pain or when they're in the hospital. Or that they're gone in the hospital. Like I said, a young man's probably been in there for seven months or six months now. It's, um, so mm-hmm. a crisis and can, it could basically, you know, can lead to death. If not, yeah. if you don't take care of yourself properly or it's not just you, it's your body, you know, because you can want to do one thing, but your body will want to do something else.
1: Oh, wow. You guys have really taught me
0: something today.
1: I didn't know. I didn't know all of this, and oh wow! I hate, I hate that you guys have to be experts like this in the way you became experts in this field. But I thank you for sharing your story. I I, I thank you for sharing your experience, um, because with it with it being something that we really don't talk about. There's not too many like there's not too many conversations there's not there's not too many powwows and 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 brainstorming about it or even um, groups that I've heard of for individuals that are going through it. So I thank you for you know I thank you for the individuals that are going through it that you're giving them an outlet and some resources as some direction. And there's got to be extra scary disease that they're fighting because I can't even imagine that. I, you know, I stub my toe when I'm upset, <laughs> so I can just I, I can't even imagine this happening just oh, a day for so months in the same area. I, I I just can't imagine it. So you know, I praise God for my health all the time that I haven't gone through anything like this. But for the individuals that do that go through this, oh, my God, may God just comfort your body and your mind because this is something, um, something crazy because it's your blood flow. We have to have blood to get to our organs for, in order for them to function, in order for us to be able to breathe and talk and walk and all that good stuff. And if one thing is out of whack, then it, 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 it affects Something because we try to overcompensate to to mask the pain and ah uh, it's just a whole bunch, so I uh, thank you guys um we're about at the end of the we're about at the end of the show, so before we leave is there um give you a minute for each one of you guys just to give us a last word on um sickle cell awareness um your story the status, whatever you want to so. Uh, Ms. Felice, will you give us, you know, a last word and then good Brother Corey, and then after that we will get out of here.
2: Yeah. Um, if anybody has any questions, once again, please visit the Faith Thomas Foundation website, www.faiththomasfoundation.org, or give me a call at 614-476-6304, and my email is Thomas at faiththomasfoundation.org. I do appreciate you for having us on.
1: All right, thank you. I, 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 and I apologize for the delay. I, I know it took a while, and y'all, I'm gonna just tell you, I I was going in, <laughs> I was going in the, I was going in the uh, in the low to get some paint. I'm doing some remodeling on my house, and do I who do I see right there? The good sister, please, like, hey, because we we had only met one time. We met the one time at the church for the couple of hours that we were doing the health fair. So then I go in the Lowe's and I say, I'm like, Hey, um Yeah, that's you. You you're from the from the health fair. With the triple sale. With the daughter. And we just went from there. So I told her I was gonna have her on the show so I kept my word and I thank you for coming on to share your story. So Good brother Corey give us a good word before we leave up out of here, sir.
3: Yep, definitely. Um, I just want to, number one, thank you for uh, keeping your word and, and letting us come on and share our story. Um, but I just want to say also, um, although there there's a lot of downside, there's a lot of you know scary things we talked about. You no, know, there is a light at the tunnel, light at the end of the tunnel for individuals who want to get involved, who want to bring awareness to this world, to to your city, to your neighborhood. Um, to this country, um, and that's through, you know, the St. Thomas Foundation and other foundations like that. So all it takes is one person to care enough to say, hey, someone's over there suffering, and if they're suffering around me, then that means I could possibly be suffering one day. Um, and that's all we want to do is just raise awareness and, and, and try to help some of the individuals who are suffering silently uh, to, bring that, to bring that out into the open. Uh, that way we can all take part in, in helping these individuals. Um, Including my my family, uh, my loved one, my brother who who's dealing with what he's dealing with. So, I pray that everyone be blessed.
1: Well, All righty, thank you, good brother, and y'all. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to the barbers Zone. And y'all know here we, we talk about stuff that affects affects us in the barber shop daily. You know us as barbers and uh, hair professionals, but we also gotta tap into the stuff that affects our families away from the barbershop. And this is something that truly does affect our families and individuals that may be our customers, our neighbors, our, you know, our family. So um, thank you guys again for taking the time out to sharing it. And if if anybody wants to hear this show again, just feel free to visit com at any time dot com slash barbazone, and you can go back and hear this show, and you can go back and share this with somebody that you know that is affected with sickle cell. Somebody may be brand new, affected with sickle cell, and need to hear this show and hear the numbers that she's giving you. She's giving you her personal phone number if you want to call her. So A lot of people don't do that, but this sister has given you her number, so you can reach out to her if you need somebody to talk to. So Again, bless you guys. Bless the Faith Thomas Foundation for all that you guys are doing and all that you're going to do um, with your work with the James and and, uh, Nationwide and all that. So we thank you. Y'all, you're in the barber zone, it's your man Chavez moment. Be sure to tune in to us next week, Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, until next week. Y'all, thank you. Love somebody and make the world a better place. Hey, and if you're in the Columbus, Ohio area, come see me and come get your head right. Signing off, this is your man, Shabazz. Moment. Have a good one. See Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.